Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm finally filming or recording myself talk to my phone with my kitties, Grace and Frankie sitting here. I love podcasts so much. Um, Some of my favorite are Luke's Story, Ben Greenfield's, L. Russ, Primal Blueprint, uh, The Reluctant Therapist. I spend a lot of time listening to podcasts. Um, And I just love hearing conversations and learning knowledge and hearing stories while I am cooking or going for a walk or driving in my car or just cleaning my house. I think I spend majority of my time that's not like hiking, working, sleeping, um, swimming with friends. I need most of my like free time, whatever you would consider free time, I spend listening to podcasts or reading books. So I figured that this is the truest way for me to share information. I do have an Instagram, um, Living Wild with M. I have a blog, Fit by MBEM blog. Um, if you go on my Instagram, you can find it in my little link thing. I have a YouTube, but I'm really not tech savvy at all. I don't have a TV in my house. I don't even have Wi-Fi in my house. So this is just the most optimal way for me to get my feelings out and share things and save it for myself, honestly. I do a lot of journaling too, but... I thought this would be cool because maybe in five years I'll listen to something I said and teach myself something or um, look back and really understand what I was going through or how silly it was, what I was saying or feeling. That's why I love journaling because I'll go back and see, for instance, like a fight I had with somebody and just be like, it's so weird. I don't even think of them anymore, which isn't a bad thing. Like it's people come and go out of your life, but it just teaches me to not ever stress out about things going on in my current reality because it always is changing. Um, good things happen, bad things happen, terrible things happen, and miracles happen. Um, there's just been some crazy things that have happened in my life where I'm like, that was so lucky and amazing, such as I was on Ellen, the show, like as a, not a guest, like as a talk show guest, but as like an audience member, I won tickets on there. And then when we were at the taping, we won 12 days of giveaway tickets. The whole audience did. And it was just such a dream. Like I remember being little and staring at Ellen and being like I love her so much she's so positive and does such good in the world and then I was like one and was on her show and that was just an amazing experience and one of my podcasts will for sure dive deep into that and talk about that crazy experience um and also bad thing or quote-unquote bad or challenging things have happened to me challenging things have happened to everyone and so is fabulous things I think that's what life for me is is difficult, happy, sad, crazy, wild, scary things happening at every second. And it's whatever you focus your attention on that affects your body. So I've been reading a lot of books about energy medicine. And I've always said 
that you are in control of how the reality affects you, which is, I guess, a word called perception. So you're in control of your perception. What you focus on grows in the environment. If you're fighting with somebody and in your mind you're like, oh my gosh, this person's the worst. They did this to me and they did this and they said this about me and they said this about me. And they just go on and create this story that's going to grow. Or if you get an argument with someone, you're like, oh, I'm sorry that we view that differently. Like, have a good day. Then you start thinking about what you're going to cook for dinner or something else. It's just like your brain is in control of how you react. Well, Your brain is in control of how you perceive things. And that can in turn result in how you react like with a reaction. Whether it be like words, crying, heartbeat increases, um, sweating, laughing. It's like something happens. Like my kitty could like knock my pen over. And I could either get mad and be like, kitty, and like yell at my poor little kitty. Or I could be like, oh, like they think it's a toy. Like they don't know. And pick it up and put it away where they can't reach it. Um, It's just you are in control of so much more than you really think you're in control of. And I think the more you tap into that, I'm in control. Something happened. Why am I getting this reaction? Such as, say I had a really busy day at work. um, And I came home and like... The kitties had, like, destroyed stuff. Which, my kitties are fabulous. This is just an example. They don't destroy stuff. I love them so much. <laughs> Even if they did, I'd probably just be like, sorry you left it out, kitties. Um, but say they, like, messed stuff up. Or say you came home and your husband, like, left the dishes out. Or you came home and your kid, like, didn't put his backpack where he was supposed to. Or you came home and you had a text from somebody that was, like, kind of mean. You have the choice to react in any way possible. You could come home and your husband could have not done the dishes and you could have just been like, hey, so-and-so, like husband, how's your day been? I had a really long day at work. I'm feeling really tired. Um, Do you mind please finishing your dishes since that's something we've talked about before? And they'll probably say, yes, honey, I will for sure get to those dishes right when I get done reading this book or finishing this. And then you could say, oh, okay, like what's your book about? Like, That could be the conversation. Or you could come home and see that your husband left the dishes there and be like, why did you leave the dishes out and scream? And then your husband gets mad and it's just like, why did that happen just there? Like, um, so interesting when you're able to like separate yourself from different feelings and emotions. And I am still dealing with this and working on these things. Um, Reactivity, I guess, is another word you could say um a new earth I'm just finishing that I'm in a book club for that and it's and one of my friends had said something to me once that really stuck with me about like if you get upset like acknowledge that your heart's beating faster and that your palms are getting sweaty and that these emotions are happening and be like why is this emotion happening and then sit with it and then try to like resolve it and I think that I've always been so I think I've been good at like having a good mindset towards things and being positive and optimistic, but I still would snap and like reactivity was still something that I was working on. I still am. I'm not like fully good at not being reactive. Like I still am going to snap probably, but that just really hit me. And I was thinking like, why do I ever get upset or Like, it's good to get upset, and believe me, I cry, and, like, I feel emotions. Like, I cry a lot. Like, I love crying, but it's, like, 
I'm not labeling that as like something's wrong with me or like I'm sad or I'm like upset. It's like I feel fine, but I'm just crying. Like, why am I crying? Like, what's going on? Like, something's bothering me and not sitting well with my energy field. That's what I believe. I believe your body will react if something's not optimal in you, such as if you're eating a bunch of stuff that's not good for you, you'll get inflamed, you'll get high blood pressure, you'll get diabetes, you'll get overweight, you'll hold on to excess fat because something's not optimal. Probably your gut health or stress causing this, blah, blah, blah. We can get into that. But your body's going to react if something's not optimal. Like if you are exposed to a poison, which one time I got poison oak on my legs and my body reacted. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, look at my legs. (laughs) Like, I was exposed to something that wasn't optimal for me. My body was fighting it. So I had a reaction on my legs of what wasn't good, quote unquote, good for me or optimal. So I think that when you just focus on making everything in your environment optimal, that you are able to disassociate from those feelings and those emotions and just really think about why you're feeling that certain way or like you it's it's about being like intuitive like you meet someone and you know if you like clash with them or like if they are really important for me at least I know I feel like I know like I can meet someone and just feel that I've met them or like I know them and I just and like on the same vibration as them like they're so me if that makes sense like we are all each other like we are on the same energy field of the earth um, which is an energy field we are all to- together in this one moment well at least people you actually physically see I feel like you're definitely with them they're in your vortex in your um your visual perception And even people you can't see are still in our energy field. Like, it's the collective energy of the earth that we all share. So I think that everyone almost times sometimes just doesn't listen to their body. Where you meet someone. And sometimes people would, I feel like, rather be hanging out with people that even though it doesn't feel right in their energy they're like well at least I'm hanging out with people I'm just so opposite of that where I'm like I'd rather hang out with myself because I or animals or like the woods or the trees or water because I feel like I have a similar energy field as that and I feel happy there versus being at a place where like people aren't like the best or like I feel like their energies are the best um and I love people I'm such an outgoing person I think um but I'm not going to be around bad energy. Like, I will completely rather be alone and rather be literally live alone in the woods far away with animals than have to be in a room with people of bad energy because I just cannot be pulled down to that. Um, Life is too short to be around negative energy, for me at least, and I... I think that, like, I'm not saying that, like, I hate bad energy, blah, blah, blah. That's why it's so hard, because they'll say certain things, and I think they come across as, like, mean, but it's not mean, and I don't think people with lower energies are bad. I just think if someone's so patterned in this negative, pessimistic mindset, 
like I'll still love them for where they're at but I probably won't have them be one of the most five influential people of my life um because you completely become your friends and who you hang out with like your energies unless you're really good at like energy like zipping like zipping your own energy field and their energy field which I still think is good and like I think protecting your energy field is important and you shouldn't be influenced by other people's energy fields but when you're in an environment that's optimal for your energy you feel the aliveness and you feel like you're vibrating at a good frequency and you are optimal on that aspect of your health which I believe is almost key to optimizing other parts of your life and throughout this podcast I will talk a lot about how if we can hack your energy fields then all the other things will be like domino effect from your energy field you hear these things like biohacking which biohacking for me is like biology hacking it's like take this pill or this do this like reduce blue light exposure that's like biohacking or like wear blue light blocking glasses that's an example of biohacking you're like cold plunging is supposedly like a biohacking thing or deep breaths or Wim Hof breathing is a biohack I consider all those things biohacking for me what I want to share with the world and other people and even myself and learn more on and how to optimize it is energy hacking if your energy field and everything that composes your energy is optimal, then you will be optimal in all other aspects of your life. I think that the energy field and like what energy is, is so important and learning about your energy fields and what it really is it's like one of the most ancient medicines or sciences. Um, there's EEGs, EKGs, X-rays, magnetic resonance imaging, electromag- electromyography, electrical pulses in the muscle, nerve conduction studies. We are electrical. We have nerve action potentials and neurons that is energy we see electrical energy gravitational energy kinetic energy magnetic energy nuclear energy light energy subtle energy spring energy it's affected by the world the food that you eat the drugs you consume the oil in the air the where you sleep where you live the light you're exposed to who you're around what you think thoughts you think thoughts you think towards yourself thought you think thoughts you think towards other people every part of you is energy and if we can tap into where is the energy not optimal then we can help optimize the human being the human body um and I've been reading some books on energy medicine and just trying to learn more about it and I think that there are just so many things that we can adapt in our lives to hack our energy fields and make us the most optimal so I am going to chat oops a little bit about one of my favorite energy hacks and that is the ability to feel your own energy field 
So I think that there's all these taboo things about like energy field and all these things. It's really just sensing and feeling like your body and like feeling your heartbeat, feeling your breath, feeling your thoughts or like being aware of your thoughts. And you can see, start just paying attention to small things. Like if you go into a room and your heart rate increases, that's like a stress response, fight or flight. Why did you get that? Maybe it's not the best environment or maybe you're going on a first date. Like, but still, if you have a really big, like, dun, 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 like your heart's racing or meeting this person, like that's, I don't know if that's like the best person for you, huh? I don't know. I just think that if you're like going to go hang out with somebody and you're like nervous and your heart's beating super fast and you're like sweating, um, these are all signs of like stress response. So just start thinking of these different things and being like, hmm, when I go into this store with all these really bright lights like Target or somewhere, like something happens with my eyes or this, just start thinking about how your body and your physiological things are impacted by your environment because they 100% are. If you took somebody, me for instance, if I went into the woods and was hiking at somewhere that I felt safe, I would be so optimal. My brain would probably be like super functioning. I would be hearing birds and water. This would be far enough that I wouldn't hear cars. Like I can't really be hearing cars or I feel like not good. I like being in the woods far hearing water birds the trees the wind I feel so optimal in that position um with good water on my back like drinking my Kangen water and healthy little snacks and maybe being with like one or two people that I love um and like the most unoptimal for my body I don't like categorizing it as like unoptimal but I would say when my body is not happy is when there's like Maybe a lot, a lot, a lot of screens with, like, news flashing and, like, negative energy and, like, yelling and, like, arguing and screaming and, like, flashing lights and, like, really loud, like, beeping um, cars. So maybe, like, downtown LA or, like, LA when and there's traffic um, with everyone's news is, like, playing on their car. Maybe that with, like, pollution in the environment and just, like, bad energy of people being stressed out going to work like woken up with their alarm clock at 4 a.m with a stress response and then just feeling their energy I can just tell like oh not the best for me (laughs) so I think that the one tip for day to do like energy medicine work or energy healing hacking whatever is to just be more open to the fact that you are energy in that that's just okay and if you don't think that that makes sense that's okay it doesn't need to make sense and you don't need to believe that that's okay but just sense and think about how your body reacts to your stimuli and if you think that you're in control of that so do you think that you are in control of your reality because we all have different realities of course different things come in our lives different experiences but we all have such different realities and just understanding that 
you have control of your reality and the way that you let things affect you is your power. It's literally all up to you and you have the control to do that. It's training that muscle of your body to tap into your intuitive psyche skills and knowing that I control my energy fields and I am in complete control of how I live this life, how I take every breath, how I spend every step, every bite of food I eat, I control and that is going to affect my energy field. Everything I put in my mouth and drink and um, do and who I'm around and what I do as a job and how I think to myself and how I think to other people for sure. How you think about other people if you're constantly talking badly about other people. That's really not optimal for your energy. You're just being mean to yourself. You can't be mean to your neighbor and have the most optimal heart. You just can't. You have to love everyone. Even if they have really bad energy. You gotta love them. Pray for them. Pray for their energy to be pulled up by a beautiful bird or something and hope they pray for them to see the goodness in the world and be grateful for their life and their breath and the fact that they have energy and they're human like that's amazing just when you're able to feel happy and or not even feel happy but feel alive and grateful that you are alive then your energy is easier to hack We are energy and we have control of our energy. And through this podcast, I hope to share ways to hack your energy, experience I've had that have helped me learn these things, learn what my energy is. Um, I will discuss my opinions on things going on in current world. Probably not too much because I think that right now my purpose is just to create light and happiness And make people more logical in their beings and understand that they have control over their being and their energy. Not let anything make you afraid or cause reactions in you. It's up to you and what you experience in your physical realm day to day that should impact your body. Not what something says on a screen or on a news station or on anything else. What you physically experience experience in your vortex from the moment your eyes wake up and you take your first breath of conscious air in the morning and your feet hit the ground to the minute you go to bed at night close your eyes that impacts your energy and what you choose to focus on in those hours that you're spent living and conscious is going to have effects of your health and I think that I've never felt so passionate about how to heal people then through energy medicine and being conscious of what you are looking at, hearing, being around, consuming, spending your time doing. You have control of that. Let's optimize it. And I think that it's something that is challenging to do, but it's really small little things that once you get onto them, you will see how in control you really are and that we can optimize your life and optimize your health, your longevity. You can be fit and strong and confident and resilient and immune to all of the external things going on in this world that we live in that can really impact you and really be challenging if you let them or 
you can tap into your intuitive skills that you have to make yourself the most optimal little energy being you possibly can. I have thought so long about doing a podcast um, and just sharing different things that I think and learn because I love learning and I love reading books. Currently, I'm reading Boundless by Ben Greenfield. I'm finishing A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. I'm reading Primal um, like Thyroid Healing Book by L. Russ. I'm reading Oxygen Advantage. And I'm also reading Wheels of Life. Um, I'm constantly circling a lot of books, trying to make my knowledge base wider and not be closed-minded. I would love to consume books from a multiple variety of authors and topics, um, but my favorite way of learning is by books that I read by myself. Um, I'm not good about learning through, like, other ways. I think this basically is what, like, college is anyways, reading a book and then, like, testing, but I don't like tests. I don't like tests at all. I'd rather read and then teach people and then it sinks in more and then when people ask questions, it makes me think if I know enough about it. Um, and then it teaches me more. So I almost like when people disagree with some of the things I say. For instance, I could come at somebody and say, <laughs> come at somebody and say, um, I really think you should start um, drinking oregano oil in the morning. Um, it's uh, traditionally used for immune defenses. It's an appetite suppressant. It is a very good herb. It is anti-inflammatory. It is amazing. And then they would be like, well, what do you think about this? And then I'd have to be like, hmm, and then think about it. And then be like, I don't really know. And then I may go research it and then come back and be like, well, I researched in this. So I really do never want to give like a skewed um, opinion or perception of something. I'm open to everyone's perception of it. Oregano leaf, like I'm sure there are some people that shouldn't take it. And I'm sure it's not the most amazing thing ever, but I take it and there's really good research that shows it's good immune support and it feels good for me drinking. My body likes it. It doesn't taste good, but like the benefits of it, I can feel and see. So if that ever happens, I say, well, you may as well try be your own science experiment because people are always like, where's the research? And it's like, well, you weren't in the research. Like, it's fabulous to look at research. I love looking at research. But research is, like, funded sometimes by not-so-good people and, like, big pharma and, like, all these things that just want people to take drugs. And I don't know. I think research is good, but you have to be careful of who's funding it. Where you could just do an experiment with yourself and be like well, they say you need eight to nine hours of sleep, but you know, I'm really good when I, when I, um, get nine and a half or seven point whatever. Um, and I have like good blood pressure, good, this good optimal living. I don't feel fatigued. Um, blah, blah, blah. Like it's not always what research says is always best for you. Like, I think you need to be in tune with your body and then look at research. Um, I need a lot of sleep, and I think consistent sleep is good for everyone. I think most people need consistent sleep, a consistent bedtime, a consistent wake-up time. When I don't have that, like on the weekend, sometimes I'll stay up late, and I get completely thrown off. And if I have... Um, Sue! Sue! If I have consistent sleep, I just feel more optimal. Um, turning off my phone early, turning on airplane mode is one of the best things I've done when I go to bed. Definitely getting the red screen on 
your phone at night, um, wearing blue light blocking glasses, not being on screens, I think once it gets dark is key (laughs) for sure there's not many people that I could get into a really good argument with about that if somebody wants to I'd totally be down because there's I don't think that there's any reason that or any way that it's optimal for someone to be staring at a screen um fake stimulus uh blue light holding it close to them getting exposed to emf different things rf like i i really 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 don't think that phones past night is good for you optimal um but i would once again i would have a conversation with somebody about that i think breathing is fine at night um but really just relaxing anything that really calms you down and like breathing coloring talking with your family without your phone or with your roommate or if you live alone journaling or lighting some candles and laying on the ground and breathing um I think there's a lot of other optimal things to do and I am on my phone some nights like checking text or facetiming somebody but I do have my blue light blocking glasses on and will be red and I'll watch a movie like occasionally with people maybe like once a month but Every single night consuming five hours of screen time immediately before bed is definitely not optimal. There's ways we can make your screen time more optimal if you feel like you really can't survive and you're not living without your screen at night. We can make it optimal, but I still think that would be something to sit with and think, why do I feel like I have to be on this at this time for this many hours? How many hours am I spending a day doing that how many hours is that a week how many hours is that a year what could I be doing with that time to optimize my life um and if it is optimizing your life that is amazing 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 but do things to optimize your energy in your life and I just think that once you get to feeling how good your body can feel it almost becomes addicting it's like how good can you feel how optimal can we make your energy how in tune to your being can you be and that's something I'm constantly trying to do I listen to a lot of podcasts and read a lot of books and that is one of my goals is to optimize my whole self my brain my psyche my body my heart my lungs my cells my mitochondria my feet my ankles my wrists my ears my neck my eyes, my nose, every single thing that makes me me and my human body and my soul, I want to optimize. I train this way with my clients where I'm creating hopefully optimal beings if they want to. Um, I want them to be strong and resilient and I want every part of their body, each cell to be so strong and immune and resilient and their nervous system to be relaxed and calm and hacked through cold plunging and breathing and central nervous system activation and removing stimulants unless necessary or reducing stimulants um, such as coffee or other stimulants that can affect your central nervous system. I love coffee, but I'll have like one cup in the morning. I really watch my stimulants. Got to keep the central nervous system relaxed to optimize that. Or at least be in control of it or in tune or more in control of your nervous system. Relaxing yourself, not being reactive, just being optimal energy human. So that is what I am striving for and hoping to help other people with. And I think one thing that I definitely learned in my life is that people 
impact your energy field. I've had some amazing people come into my life. Amazing, amazing human angels, souls that have been in my presence and completely shifted my perception of the world. And I feel like it is almost my duty, not my duty, but respect to them to share things that I've learned from them and continue to share their energy into the world because I feel their energy if I really close my eyes and think of them. I feel energy. I feel them being with me. I feel how they made me feel and how alive they made me feel. And I just love so many people that I've met and been around, their aura, their soul. I just feel it. And one of those people is Frank. I'll definitely do some talks about Frank in my podcast. He's an 80, well, he passed away now, but he was an 84-year-old man that I just adored and loved, and we went to Vegas two times together. Um, We had some amazing conversations, and very wise people that I've learned and talked to and listened with patience and kindness and compassion, and they listened to me, and I just feel like when I was able to listen and be listened to and be heard, that my energy and my body just had such amazing feelings. And I hope that I can maybe be that for somebody someday is be a good energy field that they come across that helps them and transforms a small little part of their life. Because I know majority of people that are in my life have definitely shaped me into who I am, the places I've been, the experiences I've had, the thought forms I've created have definitely shaped me into this person I am in this moment. And I'll have events happen tonight that will change me and I'll be a new person tomorrow. Like I'll probably do some journaling and reading and learn new things and have a different outlook on something. And something I said in this podcast may change. My opinion may change tomorrow if I read a really good book about something that I was just discussing. My opinion on that may change. And I think that's what's important to know in people is that knowledge is... You can't be mad at someone for not having knowledge or not being aware or not reading something or knowing something or, and we're always constantly learning new things that we think are true and we're just all trying to figure out life and that's what I'm doing and I'm always going to be open and honest and raw with what I say and feel. Um... I'm very blunt and outspoken and that is just who I am and I never will lie or not say what's true to my heart if you ask me or on my platforms because I just need to voice my feelings and my thoughts. That is something that I know I always try to be open and honest and I've held back some and I need to open my throat chakra more and use communication to its potential and... I'm working on a lot of things and one of them is staying true to my belief and my feelings and not attaching to that. I try not to attach who I am to any of my beliefs, not attach my ego to anything I believe. And that's why I love discussions with people because I'm never going to yell at you and say, you have to believe this. That's silly. I'm not persuade. I don't try to be persuasive in what I'm doing. Maybe I am a little persuasive, but I'm never wanting to attack you and say like, If you don't drink Coca-Cola and you drink Pepsi, you are the worst human. That's just not something I'm like about. There's pretty few things that I will really get upset about. And I'm really trying hard not to let anything cause that reactivity. But um, I think it's silly when people um, attack each other for their different belief structures. It's like what's an argument is when your opinion differs from my opinion. And we're both so attached to that opinion that we are yelling at each other. That is just silly to me. Um, It's okay to have different opinions on things. That's fabulous. That's what life is. We all have different experiences. 
we all have different realities, different lives. We should have different opinions. And it's when we can come together, listen to those different opinions with compassion and love and an open mind that we will unite and change the collective energy field of this world. Love to all. Happy energy to you. I hope you have a magnificent day or evening or workout or walk or whatever you're doing if you're listening to this. I so, so, so appreciate your time you spent with me listening to me. I hope to have some really good discussions on here with myself and with some friends and maybe people that I've met that have shaped me into who I am. Hopefully some influential people. I would love to one day get some of my favorite authors on here or my favorite podcasters. So we'll see what happens, but putting this out in the universe with love and um, happiness and peace to everyone in the world.